Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion. Championship team. This Ace Cast download is brought to you by Link Soul. Go to linksoul.com and by Nest Betting. Love where you sleep. Go to nestbetting.com. From baseball's top personalities, the Hall of Famer, one of the great TV broadcasters, Bob Costas is here on A's Cast Live. To the A's legendary players, five-time Major League Baseball home run champ, Mark McGuire is with us here. You never know what stories you're going to hear. We used to come out here to lunch and run with our shirts off. <laughs> you would say. This is A's Unfiltered with Chris Townsend. We are back from the Valley of the Sun. We had a great trip down to Arizona for A's Fantasy Camp. It was a lot of fun to do it again this year and to see all the campers. Everybody had a absolute blast. Of course, we did the show from Fantasy Camp, A's Cast Live, and we got to check in with three of your Oakland Athletics to see how they're doing. The Young Guns, Zach Geloff, Ryan Noda, Nick Allen. Here is the future star of the A's, Zach Geloff. Yeah, Gal, what's up, man? How are you? I'm doing great. How are you guys? It is great to see you. I told you a long time ago we were going to want to check in uh, here in the offseason. We're down here at Fitch Park at Fantasy Camp, Ace Fantasy Camp. We just talked to your teammates. We just talked to uh, Nick Allen. We just talked to Ryan Noda. And uh, great to see you. And I know you, you got to feel just like they are. They can't wait to get back here to Arizona and get it going. Man, yeah, I'm right there with them. I can't wait to, you know, get with the guys and, you know, get right to work. You know, when we think about the last time we saw you, just tell us what it was like the first couple weeks when you went back home to think about what your first time in the big leagues, what it was like. What were your thoughts? My thoughts was it's a blast and I want to be here for a long time and I want to win. Um, And I think just getting the taste of that being around some really great teammates along the way, having a good coaching staff. And I think, you know, getting a taste of it was awesome. But, you know, I think um, like myself, I think we're all just really hungry for more. And that's what we're going to, you know, try to do this year. So I love to hear that because we heard that from Nick. We've heard that from Ryan. Uh, You get the sense from the front office that you guys were happy to be here, but you weren't happy with the way the losing was. And and I, I know from covering the team, like, it's harsh. It's tough to lose like that. But you guys, there's going to be a little bit more of a sense of a pride, I guess, coming into the spring training that to you do not want to go through another year like that. 100%. And, um, you know, I wasn't up the whole year, obviously, but um, I think we, you know, started to turn around uh, right after All-Star break. And, you know, we have a great group of guys and, um, you know, we put the work in. I think we have really good 
um, you know, approaches on the field and off the field. And um, we all genuinely like each other too. So I think, you know, we're all in this together and, you know, no one's going to come save us. I think we got the right group of guys uh, in the clubhouse and we're just going to, you know, do our best and, and get after it every day. How much are you communicating with guys in the off season? Uh, every, every few weeks, probably just text someone random and just say like, like maybe send a video or something. I, I stay in touch with a lot of the guys, but it's more just excitement and can't really contain it. So I'll, I'll text one of them and just say, Hey man, like, are you feeling what I'm feeling? Are you ready to go? And everyone's on the same page. So it's, you know, it's exciting. What, what did you want to work on? What have you been doing? What's been happening for you this off season? Um, I think the off season is, is crucial because uh, taking your bot, taking care of your body is um, I think the most important. So in the weight room, eating well, sleeping well, is something that um, I took priority over um, along with the baseball side. Now, you know, getting closer to spring training. So uh, make sure I'm doing running and, and a lot of baseball stuff, doing machine work and, and all that stuff. So I think just ultimately just taking care of my body, try to get bigger, faster, stronger. And, um, you know, the ultimate goal is just to stay on the field. You know, it's so interesting when you hear guys like yourself talk about you get to the big league level, you're playing every single day. Obviously, the pressure is far more greater because now you're you're just not playing for yourself to try and get up to the big leagues. Now you're playing for a team, a franchise and everything. Uh, just the the amount of rest and learning how to take care of your body. How much more now would you say you're in tune with your body and what you need to do to be ready versus what you were a few years ago? Yeah, that's huge. I think, um, you know, when I first got drafted in 2021, I went into the off season, not really knowing uh, what I needed to do. And then, you know, I played a full, full season in 22. And then, um, you know, I think every off season since then, I think I've gotten really um, much better at, honing in on my craft, what I feel like I need to do to stay ready um, and get ready for a long season because, you know, the goal is to play 162. And um, if we're fortunate enough, we want to play, you know, 162 plus play in the playoffs and you got to be at your best at the end of the year. So, um, you know, that's, it's huge. But I think just every year that I've been in pro ball and even going back to college, I think um, I just know that much more about my body and what it takes to, uh, you know, keep it ready. You know, every single spring training is different for every single guy. Some guys are, you know, just trying to, I think, where you were, where you just wanted to showcase yourself to the front office to every single year trying to say, I'm closer or I'm ready. This is a different spring training for you. So have you thought about how the goals and what you want to accomplish in spring training will be different than from years past? Yeah, I think you always got to go into spring training knowing that you got to go out there and win a job. Um, you know, nothing's a given going into the spring, especially with with our group where we're at. And, um, you know, that's going to be how I approach the spring is I'm going to come in, be ready to go and kind of just rely on cots to, to kind of pull me back in because I don't want to be, um, you know, saying like, oh, I want to play a few innings here and there. I want to be, um, you know, going out there ready to play and and trying to be playing every day the best of my ability. So um, that's the same approach that I'm going to go in with it. Now, what was maybe one or two things that you look back and you think about the season, you go, God, I wish I would have done that differently, or I would approach this in a different way. Can you give us maybe one or two that uh, you look back in the off season that you went, man, I'm a, when I have that opportunity again, I'm going to do it differently. Uh, I think at the beginning, uh, playing in the WBC, I think, 
looking back, I would have gotten a hit. I'm still hitless in the WBC experience, but uh, um, me, I, I look back and I don't have any regrets. I think it's all part yeah. of the process and part of the journey. Um, so I look back and I don't regret anything because I think if I did something wrong or if something didn't go my way, I learned from it. And that's how I'm going to continue to live my life. I, I like that. I like that. What are the fun things you've done away from baseball? Has there been anything good that you've had going on this off season? Yeah, actually, I just got back from Disney World with my family. Um, got to take the family there and grandparents. So um, that was the birthday present from me and my brother to my mom. So, uh, you know, we went to a few parks and, and had some fun. That's all right. Because Disney, because all of us out here are used to Disneyland, California, which is way smaller. Disney World is like, I've never been there. I've stayed near there for some conventions. Disney World is like, you can't do it all like in a week, right? It's like massive. Yeah, there's there's so many parks. I mean, we, we only went to uh, Magic Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, and Animal Kingdom. And that was three days. It was two days, but we did three parks, and it was it was a lot. But, um, yeah, I think to, to get it all in, you definitely have to be here for, for more than uh, just two days. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was a blast. And, uh, you know, still got the lifts in. Um, you know, a little gritty in the, in the small hotel. I think it was, uh, it wasn't, it wasn't the best gym, but we still got it in, you know, how's your brother doing? He's doing great. Um, I think it's good for him to have me and just, um, me to have him as well of just having that training partner and, um, you know, getting after it every day through the ups and downs and, you know, just, just on our way to the top. You know, when you think about your relationship with Nick Allen and, what you've just learned as an up, up the middle, you know, just talk about that transition, the relationship with Nick and just, the, and just for you learning second base and getting better at second base. When we always thought you're going to be a third baseman could be a big shortstop third baseman, but second base, just talk about that transition and just your communication and relationship with Nick Allen. Um, Nick is the man um, ever since I got drafted, ever since I met him, he's been, you know, nothing but professional and, and super energetic and, and awesome. And um, the one thing I took from it is this is how I've, I've been in the past few years is that whoever's the best at what they do, I try to gravitate towards them and try to compete at what they do. So uh, from the beginning, it was always Nikki Pickett, um, the best hands, super smooth. I've never seen anyone as smooth as, as him. So I try to be around him as much as possible and try to, you know, compete with him and try to get better. You know, this off season, a lot of the stuff, that they talk about the future of the A's and they talk about, you know, certain when they when we're not talking about ballpark and relocation, that kind of stuff, when we're just focused on baseball, a lot is about you. Um, how do you like that? How do you like that spotlight? Have you enjoyed it? Uh, I, I don't feel much of a spotlight. Um, I think it, it was a tough season and um, I think you got to pull some positives and, you know, obviously me, me coming up, I had a pretty good uh, first few games. So, um, so yeah, I mean, that's cool, but I think the ultimate goal is just, just winning. I want to win and, um, you know, I want to be part of it. So, um, I don't, I don't feel the spotlight at all. Um, but you know, I just want to be, <laughs> I just want to be in spring training right now and just, you know, getting after it, put the work in and, you know, ultimately just go out there and compete. Yeah. I love what I'm hearing from you and from, from Ryan and also from Nick today, everybody's saying the same thing. I keep hearing winning. I keep hearing want to win. You guys are putting it out in the universe. You guys are putting it out like we want to win. You know, last year only winning 50 games was pretty harsh. It was tough. But there's, like, expectations. If you can just – we'll let you go on that. 
you know, just talk about how you guys have expectations, even though there's a lot of people that don't have those same expectations for you. You guys expect to come here this season, not two seasons, not three seasons. You expect this season to win. Yeah, of course. And I think the big thing is just being a winning baseball player and being a winner in general. I think, um, you know, a lot of the wins in the season are won in spring training and just every day in the off season too. So I think part of being a winning player is just showing up, putting in the work, being super competitive and bring people with you. And I think, you know, that's going to be the mentality in spring training is just us showing up, getting after it every day and, and try to be winners that day and just keep stacking days up and then see where we stand at the end of the year. Yeah. Just one more. When, what, what, what's like a main goal you're going to have when you get here, whether it's yourself, defense, offense, what's a main goal, something you're really going to want to work on and accomplish at spring training? I think just uh, keep building on, on what I've done and, and just my routines and sticking to it. I think, um, you know, being on the field is, is super important. Um, that's the only way you can, you know, add, add to the team. So um, for me, it's just going to be keep building on, on the routines that I think I um, found that worked for, well for me last year. Um, keep building on them and, you know, staying super competitive and um, try to have that winning, you know, baseball player mentality every day. Well, I'm just checking my phone because I can see you here on Instagram. I just normally I'm just looking at the camera. You look good. Can't wait to see you. Uh, it's going to be fantastic. I, just being down here just inspires you. kind of gets you ready for spring training. So be well, be good, and we'll see you at Ho-Ho Cam once spring training starts. Awesome. Thank you so much, Chris. I appreciate it. Be well. You too. Zach Geloff, the future of the franchise, as they like to say. Where's my man Ryan Noda? Noda, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys doing? You know what? We got down here, down to uh, the facility for fantasy camp, and I got to tell you, it, we were in Nashville for the winter meetings. That was great, but it's great to finally be back in Arizona, and it's making me miss baseball. We're missing you. We're missing baseball. You've got to be chomping at the bit right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely chomping at the bit for sure. Um it's funny you say that. I'm actually in Nashville now. I got here in January. Uh, it's a little bit warmer here than it is in Cincinnati to train and get everything I need to get done before spring starts. So what was this offseason like for you now that you've established yourself as a big leaguer? What were like the main things you felt like, this is what I need to do? I was just able to eat better, eat right, um, you know, and just have enough time in the day to – go and recover and get everything I need to do to get my body right, to come into spring training, ready to go. Yeah. That was a big thing for you. I remember we talked in the off season, uh, but what, what essentially anything like, like swing wise, have you worked on anything like mechanics wise with that? Yeah, definitely. Uh, just trying to get more consistent, uh, you know, staying short and to the ball. Uh, I got with Bushy a couple of times, had some calls with him and, you know, just going through, little adjustments need to make just so I can be more consistent and, you know, help the ball club out. What was it like from a mental standpoint to go through this off season, not being a rule five guy, not being a minor leaguer with the Dodgers, but knowing that you're a true bonafide major league baseball player, what was that like from a mental standpoint? It was good. You know, it just means that I had to put my head down and work even harder. And, uh, you know, I just I'm grateful for the opportunity I got last year and, you know, grateful for 
all the coaching staff and players around me to help get me better and, you know, progress through the year. And I feel like that this next year is just another stepping stone for us just to keep getting better, keep working and showing people that we can actually come out and compete and, you know, win a lot more ball games. I know you proved the, to the baseball world, but what did, what did last year prove to you? <laughs> just that ever since I was three, I always wanted to be a big leaguer, just like everybody else on that field. And, uh, you know, just being able to, you know, first get that first hit and go from there. It just really solidified that, you know, I belong and I can do something in this game and, you know, hopefully help lead the team and just become an even better person and player. Was there ever a point? What was the point, though, where you said, yeah, I do belong? Where, when did you finally feel last season like, yeah, I do belong here? I do belong in the big leagues. <laughs> I'd have to say the first homer. <laughs> um, yeah, that was definitely one moment where I was just like, all right, like, it's the same game. So I just go out there and just give it your all and just be you. Yeah, the thing that I really enjoyed, we just had Nick Allen on, is that this 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 young group, and I know you guys have been texting each other this offseason, you, you, you got something here. You got this nucleus. Talk about this kind of bond that you guys are establishing. Geloff, a lot of the younger players, that leads me to believe that this upcoming season is going to be far better than what we saw last year. Yeah, you know, we saw it towards the end of the year and how, you know, no matter how the season was going, the locker room was always good. You know, the plane rides were always good, hotels, everything. You know, we always started to hang out more towards the end of the year and just create a nice brotherhood and a bond that's, you know, what you need in this game. You know, it takes a team to win, and I feel like we got the right guys, and I feel like we got the right people as just their personalities and how they go about their business and just wanting to win. So I think this year is going to be a good test to us and, you know, see how we come out and, how much fire we bring and, you know, hopefully we surprise some people and then hopefully it gets to a point where we're done surprising people are known. I got to ask you about Mitch Spence, who is the rule five pick from the New York Yankees that the athletics picked up in the rule five draft at the winter meetings. We were there. We were trying to get the information out of David force. He wouldn't give it to us, but we finally got to see the pick. It's not easy being a rule five guy. Now that you have done it, Will you pull him aside, have some conversations? Do you have, like, in the back of your mind, any, any advice you might have for him to get through spring training going into the year? Yeah, I definitely can do that. You know, I think last year spring training for myself, I put a little too much extra pressure on myself just to try to, you know, prove that I belong. And, uh, you know, hopefully um, I've heard he's a good dude, and, you know, we're happy about that. We have a lot of good dudes in the clubhouse, so he'll fit right in. And, uh I'll definitely be there for him if he has any questions or needs any answers for how to deal with certain things coming to New York because I've done that quite a bit. So uh, I'll, I'll definitely be there to help him out when he needs it. Yeah, people just don't understand. You're a unique guy when you're the Rule 5 guy. You're different from everybody else on the roster. Your situation is different from everybody's, and a lot of people don't think about that. Yeah, there is a lot of pressure. When you get in this random draft that not a lot of people follow that happens at the winter meetings, 
People, you know, most people don't see it because the media doesn't really cover it. But everybody in baseball goes into that part of the convention center and all the GMs, all the assistant GMs, everybody goes in there. The Rule 5 draft's a big thing for front offices. For the rest of baseball, it isn't. And when you're that pick and you go to spring training, there is a lot of pressure because you're this one unique guy and you're not like anybody else. Yeah, it's definitely a different aspect to the, uh, to the game, but I think it's good. You know, um, I'm one of a handful of guys that have benefited from the rule five draft, yeah. you know, just being log jammed in a system that, um, like the Dodgers were when I was there. And I think it's good for Spence, you know, and it's good for our team. You know, we're getting a nice righty that comes in and throws strikes, fills his own up and, you know, it's going to be a bulldog on the mound. So I'm excited to get him in the clubhouse and, I think the guys are excited as well, and hopefully, you know, we can have another good Rule 5 back-to-back years. So last night, as everybody's sitting around here at Fantasy Camp and everybody's having drinks, I got to uh, hang out with the uh, the dentist of the Oakland Athletics and the doctor that uh, helped you, and he was, you know, kind of talking about, wow, that, that was – people don't realize how scary your situation was with your broken jaw. Um, obviously you played one game through it. They didn't know yet. You hadn't had x-rays, but man, that's pretty scary what you went through. I don't think a lot of people understand what your situation was, what you're going through when you found out you had that broken jaw. Yeah, definitely was, uh, wasn't something you see every day in the baseball field. Um, but something unfortunate that happened, but, uh, you know, got to have a good dentist to work on me and get me back into the to the game last year and you know it was it was definitely weird because you know physically I felt perfectly fine but you know couldn't eat food couldn't open my mouth <laughs> uh definitely talking a lot better now but uh <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs> you know did I grew you up did, did, did you did you lose weight yeah I lost about I think after all said and done it was about 10 pounds Damn. um you know, I was on a nice smoothie diet for a while, and uh, and it's a good thing I like smoothies, but it did get old. I I would see steak and, you know, good chicken and just some good food. I'd always just want to eat it, and I'm like, man. Um, I think oh. that was the toughest part. God, you're in the you're you're in the clubhouse, and they got Mexican food, and they got steaks, and they got and you're sitting there going another protein shake. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. got to be brutal. Yeah, and sometimes, you know, we put some some real food into the blender with some chicken broth so I can get a little taste of something. So uh, uh, that was definitely different for me. Um, I would not expect to have a, a broken jaw um, in my baseball career, at least, from something that wasn't a pitch up and in. Um, <laughs> so just, you know, what's been going on? Just let all the fans know. What have you been doing this offseason when you've been away from baseball? What did Ryan know to do for a little fun during the holidays? And uh, non-baseball-wise, what's been going on in your life? Um, I'm trying to get into learning uh, the piano. It's a lot harder than I was expecting. Um, so we're, we're getting there. A couple more years, I think I can, uh, you know, maybe show some skills off. Um, but other than that, just hanging out with the family, um, girlfriend, you know, it was a good time for us just to relax and have some you know good dinners and see more family than i'm used to seeing and that was that was a blessing 
trying to learn the piano. I like that. A skill set as you're getting older. <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, the coolest thing about that is like someday you're going to be rolling in and there'll be a bunch of people and you'll be in like in this fancy hotel in a lobby and you can just get down and start and it'll be like one of the most impressive things. I've actually seen it happen before. Whenever the guy can roll out of nowhere and start playing piano, everybody's like, everybody always goes like, damn, you could be yeah. that guy. And uh, that actually happened in uh, when I was in double A with the Dodgers, Andre Jackson. We were uh, in Wichita, and I was going out to get some breakfast, and all of a sudden, I just hear the piano at playing like in this little side room in the lobby. And I was like, "Who's playing? It actually sounds pretty good." So I like, walked back there, and I was like, "Andre." I was like, "What?" And I'm like, "So it was pretty sweet, and that kind of enticed me a little bit." And you know, this year I was like, "You know what? I'm have a little bit more downtime than usual. You know, might as well learn something." By the way, Lucas Ursig of your Oakland Athletics has just chimed in saying hello, by the way. Lucas, we just <laughs> we just I, I hosted the thirty eighth annual Santa Clara County Baseball Banquet where we honored him as pitcher of the year in major league in for Bay Area guys. Um, he was pitcher of the year, so we just honored him. So Lucas, if you're watching or you're listening, uh, great to hear from me. It was great to see you the other night and uh go 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 ahead, Ryan, say hello to your teammate. <laughs> what's up earth how we doing baby <laughs> he's a big part of what's gonna you know pitching obviously you know we're talking about a lot of you young guys and i don't really see you as a young guy anymore but there's a lot of young guys and you guys are gonna have to pull your weight obviously but the pitching's gonna be interesting because guys like lucas ursig and we were talking earlier about all the different potential guys who could be starting you got a lot of good arms coming through the system right now yeah, definitely. You know, Lucas was a big part of our success that we when we had it last year, you know, get on the mound and being a bulldog, you know, and he's got a unique situation. He came up as a position player. So I'm, I'm still trying to get him in the cage once in a while to see if he can still still has the swing. But, uh, you know, we love having him on the mound and we do have a lot of other young guys that are coming up and we saw some of them last year and especially Boyle coming in and finishing strong last year when we got him. You know, I'm excited to see what we got and, you know, just keep rolling from there. Let's end on this. Nick Allen said it, and then he really said it once he was off camera and we were done and we know you were coming up. He's like, we're going to be a lot better. And just talk about that, how you guys don't want to go through the same situation you went through last year, that 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 there is something amongst all you guys that you're like, this year is going to be far better. Yeah, you know, no one likes to lose. Um, I've always said it. I think I hate losing more than I like to win. So it definitely was a little tough last year in the beginning of the year, you know, how we started, but the way we finished and how we competed against everybody and especially guys that, and or teams, I should say that, you know, made it far in the postseason, even won the world series last year, you know, we competed and won. So I think we all know what we can do and what we're capable of doing as long as we stick together, do the little things and, you know, just become the family that we became at the end of the year. Great stuff. Always good to see you. Can't wait to see you at spring training. So be well, enjoy Nashville, and we'll see you in February down here in the Valley of the Sun. Sounds good, Chris. I see you too. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. There's my man. We call him Nicky Pie Shop these days, but Nick Allen is with us, the starting shortstop for your Oakland Athletics. And it's great that people get to see you because people will be wondering, what are our guys doing in the offseason? Yeah. It shows exactly what you're doing. You're here busting your behind. I am. Yeah, I uh, just showered up, but uh, got done with a good day. Uh, got a great workout in and then got some grounders and uh, hitting the cage. So, no, we're getting good workout. I mean, what what can't you not love about being out here? You know, you got sun and four baseball fields to just try to use. So, so you're here like every day? Uh, mostly, yeah. The days that I um, that I put into my schedule to be here, I am here. So, um, and I'm just trying to make the most out of it. You know, you get this short short window to to uh, make the most out of your career. So I'm just trying my best right now. So wins when the season ended. And I know we'll get into it. You had a busy offseason, you got married yeah. and everything. But from a standpoint of working out, because last year was your first in the big leagues, played a lot. When did you say, I need time, and then I need to get it going again? Well, I think the first week of the offseason was kind of just see family again, because we finished in Anaheim, so we went back down to uh, San Diego and you know, I got to see family, cousins, all, all, all of that, and then just kind of start setting up things for the wedding in a sense. But the next week, we, I came back out here to Arizona, and I wanted to get after it because I knew November would be a busy month for me. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of I started working out, getting back with uh, Cuffy, our strength coach, and then um, I started doing stuff at driveline, uh, hitting-wise. And I just spent that whole month just trying to get myself better to where and I knew I was going to take some time off in November I wouldn't be sitting there like, oh, gosh, I got to, what, what am I doing? You know, this is usually when I start. But I wanted to make sure I, I spent the time, you know, with my wife and, and spend that time with her and, and, and just enjoy being off. So I knew October was a big month for me to try to get after it. Yeah, when you get married, you do have to have a little time for the wife. Yes. Right? Okay, it kind of works that way. <laughs> all right, how'd the wedding go? Honeymoon, yeah. we do all that. How yes. was it? Yeah, uh, wedding was amazing. Um couldn't have been better. I mean, just having uh, family and friends there was just uh, just like a party. So it was it was awesome. And then we went to uh, New Zealand and Australia for our honeymoon. So we got a little bit of uh, tropical in Australia um, on Hamilton Island, and then we kind of got into more just adventure and stuff in New Zealand. Just a little cooler weather, but it was more sightseeing and whatnot. So all right. So then you have the holidays and you come yeah. back and it's gung ho because. I mean, for you, this is this is a monster year for your career. Oh, 100%. You know, I think, um, you know, every day I, I have built in to try to my, in, in my routine to treat every day the same, just um, not make a certain thing too big. Uh, but, no, I, I definitely think that um, it's time for me to start showing what I can do and, um, and not to put pressure on myself, but just keep going and keep trying to play winning baseball uh, and try to help the A's win any way I can. So when you say you went to driveline, obviously when we take off and you're going to leave like this complex and you're going to go somewhere else, yeah. what are you trying to accomplish? What were the goals? What did you learn yeah. while you were there? 
I just learned the things that, you know, I was a very handsy hitter, um, not really using my lower half the right way. And uh, so I took a lot of that information and just try to get better with it there. But then now I'm doing it here uh, at the complex and uh, I'm working with Tim Esme right now. Uh, he, he'll be one of our uh, AZL managers here, but he's in here every day. And I've just been working with him just to try to make sure it fits into my game. Um, having, you know, not trying to get too big, but also, you know, be strong with my lower half and making sure that the barrel gets to that baseball. So, you know, outside pitches, I'm not like fouling it off or whatnot, but that barrel's getting there. And then I'm also um, just staying true to my game. It's a lot of hard line drives. So uh, drive line showed me some things that I need to work on, and then now I'm just working on them here. Yeah, because we've always heard so much about drive line, and we we, we – we know about it with a lot with pitching, yeah. right? Guys are going to drive line to throw harder. Yeah. So take us through the process of a hitter when we're using technology, which yeah. drive line does. Uh -huh. Like, how are we learning to separate the upper body from the lower body to, you know, because a lot of people let the ground is leverage yeah. for us. A lot yeah. of people don't understand that. You know, we understand from a pitcher. A pitcher uses the mound to drive, but flat ground, we don't think about that. We don't think even like hockey players using the ice as leverage. I know more about it from my golf now yeah. to where I'm trying to, <laughs> as an old man, trying to hit it way farther than I, yeah. than I used to. But we use the ground as leverage and that we're using a lot of that we're figuring out. And I'm sure those are kind of the things that you dealt with at driveline. Yeah, 100%. I think right when I first got in there, they had me hooked up to all these certain things. And then they just, it was like a motion capture lab. And then after like a couple of days later, they had this full report for you and you get to see, you know, I, I saw all that. I like to, I have a tendency of jumping forward and this, and my front hip is just not giving me time to clear. So I, I'm, I was basically just a torso hitter and a handsy hitter. And so, um, yeah, I had to clean that up. And then I redid a, a, a mocap a couple of days ago and, you know, um, definitely some numbers jumped up there in a better way for me. And so now I'm just trying to get that keep that going in a positive way and with especially with trying to reel it in into the hitter that I know I, I, I need to be yeah in a sense so um, so it's all going in the right direction and just got to keep working because speed is your game line yeah. drives yeah. is your game doubles mm -hmm. doubles yeah hard, hard hit hard hit balls low line drives balls in the gap if I leave I, if I leave the yard I leave the yard and that's just it happens I'm not trying to do that I don't want to do that but I know I, I, I can go pull side but my game is to get on base and touch home plate as much as I possibly can. And I definitely know that, and that's what I want to do. Now, defensively, obviously, the hands, you got it all. Uh, do, are there things that you work on to get better at, or is it really is at a point you're just, let's just refine what we got? Yeah, I'm, uh, it's keep getting better. I mean, today, you know, I was out there with Tim and, and Benji, um, uh, and we were just – Today we, we worked on you know a couple uh, backhand stuff and I and I realized that I can definitely get to a certain spot better, um, and I was like damn like that's something that I felt like I I really I really could have been better at last year too, um, and also being like I had a couple times where I wasn't really getting to the the left of the baseball and then I'd get big with my with my right leg, um, and that just was I, I felt like I wasn't athletic so. Today we were just working on a couple things like that, and there's always room for improvement. Um, and I know I can keep getting better because um, just I know the feelings that I want, and I know some. Sometimes last year I never felt those things, so 
um, I'm just working back at it this year to keep getting better. Um, and I know there's more more in the tank for sure. How many of the guys are down here working out with you on a regular basis? There's this, uh, I mean, there's not been a crazy amount of people in here, but we got um, Cooper Bowman in here. Um, he's rehabbing, but he's getting after it every day. He's obviously a great player. Um, Max Muncy's been in. Um, and there's, it's kind of been more closed off this year because I think they had this uh, weird rule with the minor mi minor leagues to where if you're not on the 40-man roster or whatnot, you can't be – you're not, like, talking to the team for, like – New a, CBA yeah. rules yeah, then, new huh? CBA. Yeah, so, so that's been kind of a little bit weird. But, um, but no, I've, I mean, I've been in. I've just been trying to get the most out of it. we got all the strength coaches in there and trainers that have been very helpful this offseason. So um, can't thank them enough. And also can't thank Tim Esme enough for being out here. Um, and spending this time getting out to here, and now Benji's coming out every day. Um, so it's been it's been awesome. January 11th, it's going to be here before you know it. Yeah, Is so it kind of one of those where you're just you're chomping? I mean, if you're here every day or you're here most days, you, yeah. you're 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 ready to rock. Definitely chomping at the bit, but I know you know you got to make the most out of just enjoying the the time off. But um, but I know. I'm working hard, and I just um, just want to see that into into action for sure. How much are you? Have you been in contact with uh, your fellow players? I'm um, just texts here and there. I've been I've gone through some texts with Noda just on some swing stuff, and uh, I'm just shooting little texts maybe here and there with Geloff. Um, and then obviously I talk to Jonah Bride all probably all the time. Uh, but yeah, I think. Um, you know, everyone's having. It seems like everyone's getting married this off season. So <laughs> everyone's. Well, I, hey, I but just, that's good. I mean, maybe we. You know, we were all worried about that last year, getting the plans and set, trying to. You know, obviously our our wives put put a lot of effort into that, and we were just trying to help out where we could. But um, they try but, and say yeah. you're not going to be involved, but yeah. you're involved. <laughs> we're involved. We're, we're involved. And I know yeah. mine was years ago, but I remember it's like, oh no, I'll just you know yeah. I'll make everything happen. And then it's all, what about the caterer? What about the photographer? What about the band? What about da 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 It's like, I thought you said, I I, I yeah. just, I'll get, to, I'll be there. <laughs> you wish you could just say, I'll be there and make it happen. Yeah. It's just, it yeah. doesn't work that way. Well, I, I just want a bunch of you guys to show up. And, and I want you to say, we're not going through another year like last year. That sucked. Yeah. Sucked for all of us, right? Mm -hmm. Like, like that can't happen again. I know. I mean, I. Rooker came uh, to, I mean, Geloff and, uh, and I a little bit, I mean, last year, but he was just like, we can't do this again. You know, we got to find a way to really work our, you know, tails off to get better and put us in a better position. And then, you know, Zach and I always talked about, we were like, sink or swim, especially in our division, you know, so we got to find a way to make it happen. Else, you know, it doesn't happen. So, that's just our, I think that's hopefully our going to be our motto, but we just got to obviously take it day by day and just keep getting better. Geloff is extremely talented. Very talented. And we kept hearing it. Yeah. So when we saw him, we went and checked him out in, um, in San Jose when he came with the ports. He was a third baseman, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden he gets hurt, and he's a second baseman. But now we've seen it. Just talk about I mean, You guys knew it. Yeah. We've now seen it. He's he's a special cat. No, 100%. I mean, I, I played with him. Um, you know, he actually got called up. When I, when I was in AAA, he, he was – we needed players, um, some extra players. And this was in 21, and he just got drafted, and he was here, I think, in Instructs. Um, and so they, they had him come up for AAA, and he had, like, about a week with us, and he was 
doing really well and just really held his own. So you just knew from there this guy's going to be really good. And then obviously um, spent some time with him in, again in AAA this year. I mean, the guy just works his tail off, and then he gets to the big leagues and he shows off. You know, he, do, he does his thing. So no surprise there. No surprise that he's, he's going to be a great player in this game. Um, it's fun going to the ballpark with him and um, just seeing his energy that he brings. Uh, it's inspiring um, for sure. Well, and uh, you mentioned Noda. We're going to have him <laughs> on today, and we're going to have Geloff on today after you. Um, man, talk about proving yourself as a Rule 5 guy. Noda went from he's interesting to where I'm watching him going, I want to see him play every day, to he's our starting first baseman. Let's stop screwing around to where yeah. now uh, I know for a fact – People were calling for him at the trading deadline, and the A's said no. To go from a Rule 5 guy that, well, he's got to be on the team because he didn't have that great of a spring, right? But all of a sudden, he starts getting on base, and he shows you how big and athletic and how good he is defensively. He goes from got to be here to all of a sudden teams are calling to trade for him. That tells you a lot about how good Ryan Note is. Well, it's another guy like that. I mean, both these guys, Zach and, and Ryan, they have – this just thing about them where they go about their business just the right way. And um, so for Ryan to have the season he did, it's no surprise to me. Um, I just kind of really started to get to know him last year. Uh, and you can see he get, when he gets up to play, man, he, it doesn't matter who he's facing. You know, he digs in, and he's going to dig in against the best. And he's going to, you know, if you're not throwing it, throwing it where I want it, I'm not swinging, and it's probably going to be a ball. And he's ready to hit in the zone no matter what. So... I mean, this guy, he's very talented, really good defensively. I love having him. He can pick, he can pick it. Um, so I know if there's a little safety net for me a little bit, but I try to give him the best throws I could possibly can. But um, he's very talented, and I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, this guy is just obviously putting up amazing numbers this year. And there is that major comfort, too, as an infielder when you know your guy can pick it, yeah. that you can take some chances. Yeah, 100%. I mean, it's, it's definitely nice having him over there. Um, just – He's just an awesome guy, so it's it's fun being around him. It's fun the energy that he brings as well. So right now, the I mean, those two guys that you just brought up are they're obviously amazing. We got a lot of great guys on this team, but um, those two guys are definitely uh, spark plugs for sure. All right, there's been a lot of talk, Cody, about what the nickname should be for Nick Allen. Right? There's been we floated Nicky Pickett, Nicky Nick. There's all kinds of. Nikki hit it out. Nikki stick it. Nikki. I mean, there's all kind. We like Nikki Pie Shop. I like that. We gotta Why get. Not? You yeah. gotta realize he grew up going to the original our family restaurant, the San Diego Chicken Pie Shop. I had birthdays there, literally. So when I was like, like seven years old, seven. I was like, let's just go to Chicken Pie Shop. I love it. Yeah. yeah. So he's been going to the family restaurant. So now we have it in Walnut Creek. The Chicken Pie Shop in Walnut Creek. Now he's a fan of the Chicken Pie Shop in Walnut Creek. 100%. Yeah. So that's why we had Nikki Pie Shop. We're going to have to get you just endless free food and endless free whatever you need. I'm just happy to be there. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I've said it before. I grew up with his family. Um, God, going to church with your grandparents, going to school with your mom and your aunt and your dad went to the same high school. Yeah. Your dad's a little older, so we never. Mm -hmm. Your dad, when your dad was leaving, I was coming in. But mm -hmm. uh, obviously, the connection with your family, and we've been rooting for you. And to watch you grow has been great. And congratulations on getting married. Thank it's, you. Yeah. Do you feel like a grown up now? 
A little bit, a little bit more. It's a different yeah. ball game, huh? Yeah, but still got to be like a kid out in the baseball field. So, but I, I definitely feel like, um, you know, there's, uh, I'm just blessed with what's going on right now. So this is your yeah. year, like this is it, right? You had your taste, and that's what everybody's always said. McAllen goes up, you just got to figure it out, and once he figures figures it out, boom, this is the year for you. Take it one day at a time, but I'm that's my freaking goal. Yeah. For sure. All right. Enjoy yeah. the rest of the offseason, my man. And Thank when you. we see you next, we'll be at uh, spring training. I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. The starting shortstop for your Oakland Athletics right here on A's Cast Live. Well, that was terrific checking in with the young guys to see how they're doing this offseason, see what the goals are for the upcoming season. So we want to thank Zach Geloff, Ryan Noda, of course, Nick Allen, who is with us down in Mesa, Arizona. Thank you for listening to another edition of A's Unfiltered. Now back to A's Cast, powered by iHeartRadio. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.